The following presentation is brought to you by the Realm Network. The opinions expressed in the Rough House podcast do not necessarily reflect those of the WWE, Lucha Underground, Impact Wrestling, Ring of Honor, GFW, are they even still a thing? MCW Pro Wrestling, CZW, Nads Flappy Sack, Marvel Studios, Kellogg's, Frisky's Cat Food, Ted Turner, Jameson Irish Whiskey, Fruit of the Loom, Hershey's, Samsung, Amblin Entertainment, Groundskeeper Willie, or the cast and crew of The Walking Dead. Since the dawn of mankind, those in professional wrestling have turned to the Pro Wrestling Podcast to gain insight into how to do their jobs, how to create angles, develop new characters, and create fiery feuds with which to capture an audience's attention. What better group of individuals than basement dwellers on internet-purchased microphones to guide the hand of a multi-million dollar industry? We're proud to present one such podcast, courtesy of the Realm Network, here at the Rough House, where black people and white people watch wrestling. And Hispanic people, too. And all people. Hi. Hey. Hey, welcome. And the happiest of holidays here from the Rough House to your house. Oh, it's just this is the most wonderful time of the year. Yes. It's everything's not, awesome. But still and great. It is. Hey, if you know anything about me, I love travel. <laughs> I love family and I love kids. Yeah. And I'm getting all that right now. I am as we record this. Mm-hmm. What time is it? It 11 is 11 a.m. Yeah. I am a couple of hours away from having every living Schlegel descend on this. That's house. not an exaggeration. That's that's legitimate. Every living Schlegel. I mean, every living Schlegel descend on this house. How do you feel about that? <sighs> oh my god. Okay. Did you ever see? <laughs> The second Saw film. Uh, was that the one with the with Donnie Wahlberg and the and the the pit of needles? That's the exact scene I'm thinking. <laughs> I would sooner do a cannonball off that same diving board uh-huh. as the old guy in the cell phone commercial listening to that music, trying to impress all the young women poolside yeah, yeah. into that pit of hypodermic meth needles. Yeah. Then have this entire squad of jagaloons come over today. Um, one of them called the other day uh-huh. to just sing me. It's beginning to feel a lot like Christmas in its entirety because oh, okay. she's fucking insane. Right. And then another one called last night is on on my way to a whole nother family thing two hours from civilization uh, to tell me that. She would like there to be lobster over here today. <laughs> That's a ballsy request to call Dude, where you're going and say, I would prefer some lobster be served. Talk about the goddamn stones that's, on that's this balls. Because I guess there's some group text message or some email going around that I'm like, don't make me a part uh-huh. of. I'm going to delete it the minute I see delete. it come through and I'm going to start blocking numbers. Delete. Delete. Delete, delete. delete your delete. numbers. And I guess in there was like, who's bringing what? Who would like what? And then somehow she grows a pair of Vince McMahon grapefruits yeah. to say, hey, I would like there to be lobster there today. And I said, you got it. No chance. Done and done. <laughs> there is going to be, I'm going to buy a tin of Langostino lobster at the grocery <laughs> store. That little garbage yeah, yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's things that you can, you got to eat like 12 pounds to even get a half of a mm-hmm. meal. I might do that. And then she just started telling me about how 99% of the United States' lobsters come from Maine. And I'm like, be sure I can write this down so I can add it to next month's issue of Who Gives a Fuck magazine. <laughs> we haven't, we haven't, uh, I haven't gotten an issue of Who Gives a Fuck magazine in a while. Buddy, you're about to get an entire Encyclopedia Britannica's worth today after this party. Uh, my brother and my aunt are fighting over election shit on Facebook, and that's going to uh, come to a head today. You, you need, you need yeah. to put your foot down as soon as everybody gets there that no, no politics, no political talk. You, you got, it's your house, I man. Would. Keep your house in order. Oh, no, Chris. You are 
God, you 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 think too highly of me, friend. Um, each month in my mortgage check, I put a little sliver of my spine in there, and at this point, it's all but gone. Uh, yeah, there will be no <clears throat> there will be no me dictating any conversations today. What there will be is me being a rather burden around five o'clock because in two hours' You're be time, hammered. I'm going to get so sauced prior to them getting here that they want to leave early. <laughs> My goal is to try and get them to leave early through some sort of shenanigans. Um, yeah, so, uh, and, and, and here's the thing, too. We've spent hours cleaning this house, and all that is is a goddamn lie. I mean, we're just like, yeah, this is what the house always looks right. like. It doesn't look like someone just dropped a bunker buster on this damn thing and a, uh, a Moab filled with stuffed animals and, and Cheerios. Shopkins. No, it always looks like this place. <laughs> yes, it always just... Looks like it's made of marble. So we're going to be inviting people over to a lie. And and then when they go, well, that's your life, screw isn't it? All it? Up again. <laughs> oh, that's all it is, Chris. <laughs> that's all it is. Um, you'll have to apologize uh, for any Rough House listeners today on the Facebook page uh, if my, my language is not as coarse as usual because uh, there's, there's just a activity of flutter in my house. And if I use some saucy language in the distance, I hear someone said a bad word. And then I get talked to mm, so, your own uh, damn house. Yeah. Yep. That's where I'm at. Be sure to donate to the Patreon page. So Christoph and I can move to a Malaysian fishing oh village against search Patreon rough house podcast. And thank you to the realm network. Chris, how are you? I, I, uh, life. I'm tired, man. I'm just tired. That's all. Just tired. Did you meet your mic again? Hit it again. There you go. It, wait till it stops I blinking. Hate these goddamn, I hate these motherfucking mute buttons. What dickhead suggested these fucking I don't know why you have to hit it dickhead? twice to unmute. I don't know. but that's, that's I have to hit it seven times to unmute this thing. Because I'm trying to be courteous and to mute it while I cough or hack up some former semblance of my uh, formerly brave yeah. self. And I put it on mute, and I've got to just—I got to sit there and bang this button a thousand times. Two times, just, just boop, boop, just boop, boop. It, uh, just, I'm here. We go. We're right, trying yeah, to get, here mute we go. it now. You're, now mute, you're muting right. it. Now it's mute. Okay, here we okay. go. Okay, you're not mute. There you go. One and two. <laughs> this is all that awesome. <laughs> here we go. Hey, look. Hey, it worked Maybe again. Three. Who Maybe suggested three. it? I want a name. I want a what, name. What the mics? Yes. Brandon Chalmers. You're a dead man, Brandon. <laughs> You're a dead man walking. No, no, no. You're on borrowed time. No, I love the boy. mic. I think it's great. You're on. It's not that here. Let me, let me. You're gonna wake up and this. <clears throat> one. Okay, you're it, it just takes one. It just takes one for me. Just un. Just boop boop. I, no, nothing about this microphone makes sense. Oh my god! I halfway miss <laughs> being able to do this in a production studio at a professional oh, radio trust station. Me. I don't. I don't love setting up a mobile studio every week but whatever it is what it is hey there's a shit ton of stuff to talk about and we are uh short on time as per usual because our so let's life. do the damn thing kick it off tell me Man, tell me where do you up. want to start you, you i caught up you caught we up we got lucha we got deletion i haven't seen nxt okay. i'm pretty well caught up on raw and smackdown where do you want to start you, and there's, there's a pay-per-view news tonight. out there let's 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 talk to yeah dude by the way have you this might be me it's too many fucking pay-per-views there's too many pay-per-views to where I started reading about Roadblock, and correct me if I'm wrong, I might be, it, it was, okay, last year it was Fastlane, and that's prior to Mania, yeah. and, but was there a Roadblock at this point last not year at, at the same this time? this point. Roadblock was before Mania. It was a network exclusive. That's what, okay, so I'm not crazy. Yeah, that was Ambrose so was and Roadblock. Triple H for the title. That's And it was right. a really good okay. match. I thought I took crazy pills. Yes, that was a great match. I remember praising that match. But the placement of the Fastlane brand was we are in the Fastlane to WrestleMania. Right. Then there's a roadblock in the way, right. which yeah. was Made uh, sense. Triple H and then and then that. What is this a roadblock? To? I don't know. The end of the year. I <laughs> It makes no sense. I it, I and it's not even roadblock. It's like roadblock highway to hell, five miles ahead right. or something that they keep calling. What is it called? It's What's end of the, the line, thing? I think, right? Roadblock. End of is the that line. what it is? Or okay. maybe I'm just thinking of Metallica songs. It's Roadblock Orion. It's Roadblock Master yes, of Puppets. It's Roadblock Ride the Light. Okay. <laughs> it's it's Roadblock for whom the bell roadblock. tolls. No, it's Roadblock End of the Line. Okay, WWE, you thin-eyed shitheads. <laughs> if if it's a if it's an end of the line, it's just the end. Because end a of the roadblock year. means Well, no, you're right. It's, it's 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 uh what do you call it? It's an oxymoron. 
It is. It's it's an oxymoron. It's and it's awful. And someone's making them say it over and yeah, over I know. at Roadblock end of the line. Speed bump. Watch out for potholes. Electric it, boogaloo. It, it pothole. At pothole end of my rope. Yeah. It makes no sense. The fact that it's a roadblock, but it's the end of the line. Uh, whatever. It's so stupid. And on top of that, I I didn't really care about this because there's been so many. That so many pay-per-views. I don't know. There's been so many pay-per-views. We're finally at the end of the year. I think the split has been good, but... There's too much wrestling. There, There's too much wrestling, and I would love for there to be the same amount of events as there was prior to the brand split, and give yourself, each brand, the Raw brand and the SmackDown brand, you give them so much more time to build up. If there's two months in between events... Mm-hmm. You give them a lot of time to build up and write some stuff and have some twists and turns and have a nice good culmination. Because if there is going to be one every two weeks, A, that's too much wrestling. B, it still has to sit in the same problem that we used to have, which is there's not enough build up for some of these things before they come to a head at one of these special events. And it's not like someone was on the fence about signing up for the network because they were saying, man, there isn't enough shit going on right now. I'll wait till they add more. No, there's plenty right now. Just do it better and do it more sparingly. I'll even compare it to the UFC. One of the reasons I don't watch the UFC as much as I used to, because I, I really loved the UFC back when it was special and it was yeah. once a month there was a pay-per-view. That was like every that week. Was sometimes once every other month. Dude, you're right. It was, it was a, There was a pay-per-view and that's it. Now there's a fight night, a UFC on right. Fox. There's a fight pass card. There's a numbered pay-per-view. And I've stopped trying to keep track. It's like I'll compare it to you, one of your loves. When a comic goes and just splits in 15 different directions. Right. It's like, to continue this story, pick up copy of blank number 57. And let's just say blank isn't a comic you right. read. I don't feel like it. I remember back in the day, Execution or something. Oh, yeah. In X-Men. Uh-huh. You had to pick up, like, I didn't With read X-Men. Strife and I didn't Cable and all that. Strife and all that sort of stuff. And I, I had to buy all these issues of crap that I didn't feel like buying, and I gave up. Well, they all pale right in now, comparison to Fatal up. Attractions, which is probably one of the greatest X-Men stories of all time. That's when Wolverine has adamantium skeleton ripped out by Magneto and Avalon. I remember that. That was when, and that's when Charles Xavier Onslaught. was so pissed off, he just erased yep. his brain and created Onslaught by yep. accident. I believe that took place on Avalon, his his floating uh, asteroid yep. fortress. Yep, that's the one. Yes. That's the one. I used to draw pictures of his second-in-command exes. <laughs> that's not a moon. It's a space station! Sorry. I loved the Acolytes. <laughs> and I'm not talking about the APA. I love the actual Acolytes. Yeah. Oh, I love 90s oh X-Men so remember? much. Do you? Didn't they attack a school full of retarded children? Uh, the X Men? <clears throat> not the X Men. <laughs> the Acolytes. Uh, I maybe. If I'm not maybe. mistaken, in in the buildup, like an issue before, Wolverine had his entire skeleton uh-huh. yanked through his pores. Someone got super heated. I think it was Colossus, maybe, because Colossus left the X Men. He joins up with the Acolytes. Uh-huh. I don't know. Why yeah, I he defected. This. He yeah. And then he realized. Like, Wait a minute. You guys are bastards. Double turn. He turns uh, back because he realizes, like, okay, I thought you guys were going to, like, you know, uh, 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 fight the good fight, whether or not it looks wrong or right. right. You literally just attacked a Melwood. You attacked a Melwood. <laughs> and they had some girl that was going to, like, erase this kid's mind with her flame hands. Uh-huh. I can't remember what her name was. But, and I mean, they drew the kid to be, like, really special needs. And she was about to, like, rip his face off. Uh, I was like, man, this is dark. I have the omnibus. Who in the writer's room was like, guys, you to really make these guys? I have to run that back. I don't remember that part. I remember for some reason, because Gambit ran through a swing set, and he pushed a swing and timed it so it spun back around and hit one of the acolytes from behind, and he charged it with his his energy. Oh, that's strong. And she exploded. That's strong. Because he... because someone tried to attack a retarded kid. And the next thing you know, Wolverine's got no skill. <laughs> it was a much better time. And it was a much better time back when there were less pay-per-views. Well, all right. Because I don't know anything about Rose. To go back to what you said a couple minutes ago, yeah, there's a pay-per-view every other week. But they, they stagger the brands. So you're still getting one Raw uh, pay-per-view a month. You're still getting one SmackDown pay-per-view a month. So the, the, the time to build hasn't really changed the only thing that changed it was survivor series which put everything on hold to build to that but back to what you were saying um about roadblock yeah what is happening i mean you get there's the three matches i can rattle off the top of my head 
are the Reigns versus Owens for the Universal Championship. There's Rollins versus Jericho in a grudge match. There is the Iron Woman, Iron Man match that I'm not calling an Iron Woman match without Bailey. It's it's Charlotte and Sasha. Um, and then I think there's I think they added a tag match. Bless you. I think yeah. There's going to be New Day versus versus Cesaro and Sheamus. Right. There's going to be Zayn and Strowman. Oh, Zayn and Strowman. That whole thing. Oh. Three-way for the Cruiserweight Championship. Okay, all right. And Cass and Russo. Yeah, that's on the pre-show. That's on the pre-show. Rightfully and, so. And to the point of the, the, the once a month for each brand, so there's still the same amount. I even felt when it was once a month before the split, there was too much. I, w- I would have loved if January is Raw, February is SmackDown, mm. March is Raw, April is SmackDown, and you get storylines that just let you build up a nice eight-week build, really make someone have to wait to pop that nut. I would love yeah, that. But, it's, but now we have twice as much It's crap. the ADD generation, and it's on to the next feud, on to the next feud, or they'll just give you the same match 15 times over and over again. You know? Yes, let's uh, see Sasha uh, Sasha and, and Charlotte. Yeah, I mean... This better be the end of that shit, man, because I'm, I'm tapped out. At if, least if, for I now. Christ... If Sasha wins, she has to, and she fucking cries, she will. I am out on banks. I'm already out I on banks. I'm Team Charlotte. This. I can't. I can't do this crying shit anymore. <clears throat> like it was great when you first did it and all that, but now it's like becoming part of the gimmick, right? And they can put on some great stuff. The and matches the are always great. Thirty minute Iron Man is what surrounds it that is just 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 cringeworthy at this point. Yeah. So what else do we have here on the? We have big cast. Versus Rusev, which I guess they just essentially used Enzo as a MacGuffin to try and get this match to yeah, happen. He, Enzo's an uh, Infinity Stone. <laughs> yes, exactly. He's he's the stone that pulls forward the plot. Yes. Big Cass is now stepping in to help his little buddy. I think they're extremely high on the future of Big Cass. <laughs> he he's uh you know he's he could be like a second coming of a Diesel, yeah. like a tall guy with a limited move set, but he's, you know, adequate on the mic. Oh, he's a good-looking guy. Man. He's very that young. That promo on Raw was not good. No, no. I mean, um, there's, there's, and I'm not, look, look, I'm prefacing this as always by saying I'm not a professional wrestler. I'm not a professional actor. I'm not a professional performer. But when you can tell that it's so obvious that somebody is reading recorded lines and he just has... The, the, it's just not him. He sounds like a freaking robot. And he's yeah. like, and and then he says something like, "My pants are on," but he was wearing trunks, so he wasn't even wearing pants. Like nothing, nothing made sense. All that being said, I think the match could be good because Rusev's great in the ring, and I think, like you said, Cass has potential. So the and this is goes for all the matches. You know, it's it's the build, the build up, and the writing surrounding it that 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 has been suspect. The matches are pretty much always. Um, Good, if not great. Yeah, I mean, I, I've I've liked Rusev for a while. I feel like they finally pulled him in, out of his tailspin yeah. of the the Ziggler Lana Oof. relationship garbage that sucked, and this concerned me again because they were taking another right, <coughs> you know, great talent and talents like Cass and Enzo, and for some reason using Lana as this MacGuffin to make her the, the the reason they're so angry at each other and just some comes across as so antiquated yeah. and so corny. And on top of that, the the and we've discussed this before, the the motivations of a Rusev are to defend his wife's honor. Right. And she she played along with a scheme at a hotel. It's just made Enzo look like nothing but a weird pervert. Rusev and an looked idiot. like a great husband and an idiot and a total idiot. And it's made Lana look like a total ride or die chick. Right. And Cass is just this big, dumb bodyguard type guy that's here to clean up his little buddy's mess. Well, I mean, that's the Shane and Diesel dynamic that we talked about since they first came up. So in that respect, it kind of works. But still, it's been done. How do you think um, Zayn and Strowman's going to go? Well, it doesn't have to go to a pinfall, right? All Zayn has to do is last 10 minutes. minutes. And then I, well, does he, have he to, earns does he, Mick Foley's respect. What, what's what's the yeah, outcome? That here? was my question. This is this. What's what's the end game with this? If for, if he has to beat him in ten minutes, all he has to do is last ten minutes. Right. At ten minutes, it's a draw. Do they go to a Broadway? Like what is what is at the end know. of ten minutes? And you earn the respect of a guy that we've received word this week was going to be leaving right. for a chunk of right. time. Right, he's taking the rest of the year off because he loves Christmas. 
Yeah, he really loves Christmas. <laughs> I mean, goddamn, there's there's love Christmas, and then there's leave the WWE <laughs> to celebrate Christmas, Christmas. Uh, yeah, um, I don't know. I'm uh, I'm hoping we get shades of a Cena Lesnar SummerSlam 2014. You just want to get murdered where, again. I think Zayn should get really tossed around real good, but while staying resilient, almost, uh, I'll put it like this, Roman Reigns, Brock Lesnar, WrestleMania, where Brock was really tooling his ass. But Reigns kept, you know, uh, smiling and kind of trying to hulk up or get beat back down. Yeah, Yeah, I think Zayn and Strowman, uh, there should be maybe a flash or two of offense from Sami Zayn, but I would love to see, I would love to see Strowman Come out of this thing is vicious and violent, and then let him in the new year take the chains off a little bit with the microphone. Yeah, I th- I think they're sitting on a no pun intended sleeping giant <laughs> with Strowman on the stick because of the few podcasts I've heard yeah. from him outside of that drawl that Vince McMahon hates because he sounds southern as fuck. He can really speak. Zane needs to move on to something yeah. else where Zane can really shine and be Zane. But I think uh, this this has the possibility of really helping make Strowman. Zayn yeah. is there. He's kind of in stasis. I hope Strowman goes. Zayn isn't going anywhere. Strowman needs it. Um, they need to keep his momentum going leading up to, I don't know. I don't know what they have in store for him for Mania. I heard the rumor that they were um, thinking of doing Reigns versus Strowman at Mania, which mm. I, I'm, I'm kind of intrigued in that. I think that could be a good match for both of them. Remember a year or two ago, they were considering Strowman Lesnar, but he was just as green as right. grass, as they like to say, and they were concerned about what type of match they'd get. This could be the beginning of one of those type of buildups with something akin to that. I don't know. The rumor is going to be Shane and Brock at WrestleMania. So who knows about Roman? Uh, I thought and Brock Strowman. was going to fight Goldberg at WrestleMania. Or Brock and Goldberg. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Brock and Goldberg. Yeah, that storyline. I got to wonder if that'll end prior to WrestleMania. I think that, like a that's, roadblock that's or a something. missed opportunity. I, I guess at this point, I guess at this point, you're right. It'll probably be. Brock and Goldberg. I, I completely forgot about that. Yeah, that'll be Brock and Goldberg. Strowman Reigns, okay. I guess. I hope they don't break Strowman's back to continue to try and yeah to try and push Roman well, in, in, in the, at the expense of someone. Let's get to that. Do you think... I, I don't think Reigns is going to win tonight, but I wouldn't put it past him giving Reigns two championships at one time. Yeah, and the rumor was, and I think this is very flimsy logic, but I can see where people will grasp at anything to to hate on Roman, to compare the WWE, the UFC, that they wanted to pull a Conor McGregor. With Conor McGregor getting uh, a ton of media attention with the two champions, lightweight, bantamweight, mm-hmm. they wanted to do something like that with Roman, that he has the US and the Universal. I don't think that's the case. I don't know. Yeah, the McGregor um, stuff's kind of cooled down, too. He's not as hot as he was. It's really cooled down. Had they done Kevin Owens Roman within a week or two of that happening, right. I'd say there's a little bit more credence to that rumor. I don't think that's the case. Now, Kevin Owens, um, let's let's look let's look at all the players in place here. Okay. We gotta look at Kevin Owens, Roman Reigns, Chris Jericho, and Seth Rollins. Right. Okay, because Chris Jericho and Owens are in the midst of the split. Yes. They're in the midst of probably sooner rather than later breaking up, and that will probably be the next few. Yeah, I would love for that uh, match to happen at WrestleMania, but I have a feeling we could get it at Rumble. We could get it at Rumble, uh, or if there was to be a taking of the title with Roman Reigns taking it, we they could try and run back the Roman Reigns-Seth Rollins that we never got. And imagine this. Imagine, here's how, to me, this equation could work. Kevin Owens and Jericho, they continue to do what they do, and Jericho takes some time off. Kevin Owens beats his ass within an inch of his life, WrestleMania, and, and Jericho does what Jericho does, which takes some time off, and much deserved, by the way, yeah. after the run that he's had recently, which has been amazing. You could really get Owens over as not just this funny, jokey heel, but a real nightmarish piece of ass that just beats his best friend yeah. into into. And Jericho would have no problem putting him over, I'm sure. Seth Rollins is a face now. Yeah. Seth Rollins is absolutely a face. I think we are never in our lifetime going to get heel Cena. I think we need to put that to sleep. Yeah, I'm not even worried about it. I think he's probably not long for this world, whatever. I have a feeling we will get it. Finally, I think we're going to get a heel Reigns face Seth. Okay. Because they're getting the they're, Seth is getting the love they wanted Reigns to get. Yeah. They still like Seth. They still like having him out in front of the people. He's somebody that you can send somewhere. He's somebody that you can put on television shows. Mm-hmm. Roman Reigns. 
He can still be that dastardly foil. Everyone loves to see the chase. And this time, he will do it properly, if we're fantasy booking here, at WrestleMania by getting and winning the title at Mania against Roman Reigns, the heel. But this time, he does it honestly with a match and not coming in and hitting it from behind with a briefcase. I have a feeling we're going to see the makings of a heel Roman champion, Seth Face, chasing and Seth trying to make good, I, I make good on the the errors of the past with the Shield breakup and the the recent brief mm-hmm. uh, Night for the Troops Shield reunion, right? And Reigns rebuffing his advances, giving him a real f you. Title's mine now. I'm here. F you. Uh, I haven't forgotten what you did, but. I did more than you could. Hey, don't think I forgot about all that stuff you said while I was suspended. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of angles to where Roman could go and throw double guns in the air in Seth's face. And Seth looked like the guy that tried to reunite the shield right. and fix things and be rebuffed. I, I I think that could be a real good time if they really finally do it with pulling the trigger on heel Roman Reigns. Because who else on Raw? Who is the heel? I, I mean, really, uh, Owens. Owens and, and, Jericho, Owens and Jericho are but doing Jericho's something. kind of turning because he's turning on Owens. Yeah, he's turning on Owens. I mean, they're not turning those two on each other to just have that Peter out. That's going to be the feud. Mm-hmm. Kevin Owens and Jericho are going to feud with each other. You just see the seeds planted. But for the so title, almost, maybe? I wouldn't be opposed to Jericho getting title, a title run at this point. I, not at all. I would say... I would say that it's less likely, but not at all undesirable. Right. I would love to see one final run like that. Yeah. Now imagine, if you will, it. to add another, add another element to this, to add another weird plot twist to this. Triple H is still out there in the darkness. Yes, he is. And he's been mentioned and called out a lot more recently to try to remind everybody that he was the one that cost uh, Seth Rollins the championship when he gave it to Owens. Further solidifying, Seth Rollins is a face yeah. now. Triple H is a bad guy. Roman Reigns somehow does what Seth Rollins did. Can't beat him, join Sides him. Sides with Triple H. What if, and by the way, partner this up. Partner, this is reality era, do it. Roman Reigns has been the guy they've been forcing on us, mm-hmm. right? All you smart marks, this is a guy we haven't liked, and this is a guy you insist on winning. Own it. Own it. Have Triple H come out, partner up with Roman, and push him as the guy. Hmm. But I mean, kayfabe, but shoot at the same time, kind of like a little gray area. Yes, he is our guy. Okay? I don't care what you want. I don't care what you guys like. I don't care what you fans are screaming for. What little indie darling you want to come floating into this ring. He is the one, and he has the full backing of the company, myself, my wife included, and you just plug Roman into where Seth was when Seth got over as a mega heel. Seth will be white hot as a face. Roman Reigns will have that mega heat, Mm -hmm. and you've got yourself, you've got yourself one hell of a WrestleMania. And I don't know, maybe somehow Ambrose factors in or whatever. I don't know how you you do that one day. For now, yes, maybe I'm 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 adding too many ingredients to the stew, but I think tonight or tomorrow you could maybe see the beginnings of the walk to WrestleMania, and I'm praying that that looks like a heel Roman Reigns because I think now's the time to do. Yeah, it. I don't disagree with anything you just said. Um, you want to keep going with that? Let's talk about Raw real quick. What did you think of the whole New Day stuff? I thought it was outstanding. I thought that was great. <clears throat> I like the fact that they. They had the first one over the beginning of the night that they won against who? They um, won against Cesaro, Cesaro. Is that what we're calling Cesaro, Cesaro and Sheamus and, and Gallows Davis. and Anderson? Yes. So they win. They have the celebration in the Which back. Which we'd be remiss Hooray. if we didn't mention Cesaro had the, the hottest of hot tags of all time. Dude, that hot tag. He cleaned house like his super meter was full and just unleashed every last move in yeah, his he went super saiyan. That was amazing i i legitimately thought he was gonna win i thought that that was gonna give him the pinfall and that would be it and they would just deny the new day of of it just just getting a just a cunt here short of of getting the record oh my god they made it the 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 loading bar filled 99 percent in the computer computer. (laughs) i genuinely thought that but then they go and they do it again yeah both matches were great stephanie situation where you're like oh you son of a bitches this is how they get you 
So she puts him in another match. Right. Against the four top guys on Raw. And by God, they pull it off. Yeah. And I'm feeling it for the, the the New Day again. Like, yes, this is great. They did they it. Won they won back. Them. Yes. Now, what do you think about the whole... Um, the Instagram black excellence photo. Did you see yes, that? Yes, and I have no problem with it. I thought it was. I thought it was great. I really thought it was. It just it shined a positive light that their cruiserweight champions black, yeah. their female champions black, the tag team champions are black. That's fine. Be happy. We're, they're right. not saying white degradation or anti Asian or Latino stuff. Right. There just happens to be a real fun, positive, socially forward moment. That won't always be the case because people come and go and champions will be won and lost with all these people that happen to be African-American. I thought it was great. My concern is that Vince or Kevin Dunn or some old school P.S. Hayes sees this Uh shit and tries to angle it and tries to nation it. You can't do that. I don't know. I don't know. These, Mm. These You're still dealing with people. That are a little bit stuck in the past. And let's say the comedy angle of the new day uh, is starting to sputter a little bit. It had a, obviously a bit of a resurgence recently as far as their prominence because of them breaking the record. Right. But they need to find the next they need to find the next chapter of the new day. Well, I think it's them losing the title tonight to Shazaro. I'm just gonna call him Shazaro. You think that you think Cesaro yep. and Seamus take it tonight? I think they do. Now I I'm, again, if they do and they take it. And that's it. And maybe there's a split inside of the new day, or maybe they just move on and keep doing what they do. I, I would love that. What I am hoping, what I am hoping against them to be healed. And again, this is just me. Uh, if they were healed, that'd be great. Because I mean, they were great as heels uh-huh. until they got to be so good as heels. Right, that they were super. Maybe over. they go insanely serious. What about the power of negativity? And they start yeah. getting all pissed off and angry and shitty. What I hope they don't do is try and turn them into a nation thing. Like if they make them go which heel and lose the title at the very beginning, which is, but with this recent, uh, black excellence thing, I'm just hoping somebody doesn't try and take it into, Oh, we lost because you literally against the, the whitest person in the WWE, which is Seamus <laughs> and his Swiss counterpart. Right, yeah. Jesus Christ. We just lost to white chocolate and Briar's double churn vanilla. <laughs> you tell me there's not a conspiracy, uh. <clears throat> conspiracy theory there. I'm just again. I'm just hoping the WWE does what is is more uh, uh, palatable right. and less morally reprehensible. Again, I, I can just be worrying about stuff I have no reason to worry well, about. No, this I is would, legit. I would, <laughs> I would agree <clears throat> that Cesaro and Sheamus win the titles. I, I think it's. I think they take them. I think they've been doing great. Work. Yeah, they they have. They they've actually done something with nothing because that pairing at the beginning was like, oh crap, another. Stupid pairing that isn't going to go anywhere, and, and it speaks to the talent of the two guys. Yeah, they got off to a rocky start, but you know the the story they told was good, and they're both great in ring performers. And uh, I I think the whole reason that New Day kept the titles this long was to break Demolition's record because of the lawsuit and stuff like that. So that's out of the way. Now there's no reason for them to continue. Um, could it or could it or should it go to the club? I don't know. Maybe. Um, but or Enzo and Cass, Enzo and Cass will get there eventually. I th- I think if you're going to do it for Cesaro and Sheamus, now's the time. Let them have a quick little run as tag champs, and you know have them lose to Gallows and Anderson. Have Gallows and Anderson take it from those guys. I think that's I think that's the way the uh, the tag division uh, goes on Raw. Yeah, I would really like to see uh, the Good Brothers get a run at some point this year. Uh, well, because, not this year because it's only like. Two weeks left. Oh, I'm sorry. Within the next year, I should say. With, with, within 2017, right, because right. Uh, those guys, since the split from AJ because Oof. of the draft, have been swinging and whiffing. We Oof. had some bad comedy Ooh, the with the New Day. Yeah, we had some very odd backstage segments. Yeah. They've been losing quite a bit. Uh, prior to that, you had Enzo making fun of how drab Carl Anderson <clears throat> is, which is, to me, I, I never appreciated that. If I was, yeah. If I was Anderson... I'm taking Enzo aside back there and be like, "Hey, dude, you're you're killing me right now." Yeah. Like, I mean, bust me up and talk about what I'm a bald dickhead or I look like I'm um you know Gallows's bitch or I look like you know the Danny DeVito to his Schwarzenegger <laughs> from Trans. But like, you're calling me like bland and dull. Yeah. Like you're really you're you're telling people, "Hey, don't care much. about this guy, not hate him." That, that that for some reason I don't know why that stuck with me when Enzo no, was get you. talking about how bland he was. I was like, ah, this guy. And again, it's probably not Enzo. It's probably him being handed that to say. Probably, yeah. 
but uh, that's not a good look because let's be honest in the scheme of things if you just wandered into the world of the wwe and you lined everyone up anderson looks like a glass of room temperature water in an unmarked cup <laughs> he's got a great work ethic he's got a great backstory no he's got a great partnership he's got he has, a hot asian wife uh, He's got a hot Asian wife. He does have some character there if you let him do what he did. By the way, it kills me. It absolutely kills me. He can't do his RKO. Yeah. Have you ever seen his diamond cutter? It's great. He he throws himself so fucking high in the air when he was doing an RKO. For for those that are not familiar with Carl Anderson's body of work in New Japan, search Machine Gun Anderson joins Bullet Club. And I can't remember who he turned on in that match in New Japan. But Randy Orton wishes he could snap an RKO out of nowhere. The way Anderson lays it on this dude. And I mean, his it's a feet are above the guy's yeah. head. It's pretty amazing. That's true. Um, I want to see, have you had a chance at all to listen to any something to wrestle with with Bruce Pritchard? Negative Ghost Rider. Not a, not a second. It is the greatest wrestling podcast, second to ours, on... <laughs> online today and it they talk about <clears throat> they hit so much amazing shit that everyone's always want to know the backstory of the Sonny and Shawn Michaels affair oh. how did all of the radicals Malenko Benoit Guerrero mm-hmm. and Saturn come into the WWE how they because I'm because I'm not sure if you were watching much around then Benoit was the WCW champion yeah. and left and came over and it was mind-boggling that they pulled that off. They explained the deal, how that got done, who was right. the highest paid or the least paid. It explains the nightmare that was Brawl for All, <laughs> why that got done. Do you do you want to hear what Bruce Pritchard says the reason behind Brawl for All was? Nice. If, if they built an entire, an entire, I don't even want to say angle, it was almost like a promotion in a promotion. Yeah. Where guys got injured. Savio Vega could never wrestle again. Uh, Brockus like, suffered injuries that it took forever to heal from. Um, uh, Bart Gunn was so goddamn concussed from Butterbean right. that he forgot how many ends were in Gunn. It was two. <laughs> the reason was that he, Vince Russo, did not like, this is according to Bruce Pritchard, did not like JBL talking backstage about what a tough guy that he was, that he wanted to shut him up. So he created Brawl for All? So he created Brawl for All as a way to put him in the ring and to have him fight other guys and hopefully get knocked out to shut him up. Wow. That's the most insane genesis for a terrible idea to begin with. And by the way, I'm not sure if anybody here remembers the... The, the brackets uh, didn't work. JBL made it to the finals. Yeah. JBL made it all the way. So JBL kind of put his money where his big country Texan mouth was and took his ass all the way there before losing to, to Bart Gunn. Gun, who then went and fought <clears throat> and got concussed by Butterbean. <clears throat> so if you want to go and give that give that show a listen, uh, I'm not sure who his co-host is. His name escapes right. me. But the guy does ask incredible questions. It's, it's almost like they're always interviewing Bruce Pritchard. Well, I'm sure he he's got enough stories, questions. yeah. <clears throat> well, he has a, 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 amazing stories. He's got amazing TNA stories. He explains how the Joey Ryan uh, gut check thing happened, where Joey Ryan was not supposed to go on, but then he ended up going on because Ric Flair decided to change his mind and break script and pass someone. They're like, oh, shit, I guess we've got to put this guy forward oh, now. Dang. Which was to someone other than Joey Ryan that that happened to. But uh, amazing, amazing podcast. It's very, very interesting. Donate to our Patreon instead. Okay? Give it to us. So Chris please. and I can move to a Malaysian fishing boat. Yes, please. And um, we last week we talked about the Vice article on WWE and Shane McMahon coming back um, and the inner workings of the office side of WWE. Did you see the Vice article this week about the Young Bucks? No, I didn't. They did another long, lengthy interview uh, with the Young Bucks. It's really uh, good and worth a read. Um and it talks about how, you know, they hit bottom when one of the brothers, you know, card was declined for a $1.99 chicken sandwich at a Popeye's and he had to get his brother to, to spot him two bucks to eat lunch. And how that yeah. was the moment that that motivated them to reach the uh, ridiculous goals that they have and to reach the level they have as being the most popular 
um, tag team in the world and the most uh, lucrative independent wrestlers of all time and why they don't want to go to WWE, but they still may at some point in their plan. It's it's a really good read. I don't want to get into the whole thing, and but it's, it's worth the read. Um, they talk – it starts out it, – it's really well written in that it starts out with a quote of one of the brothers saying, do you want to go viral today? Talking about super kicking the kid at the birthday party. Yes, how, oh, I, I've heard about yeah, that before. Yeah, and how you're supposed to hate the young bucks, but everybody loves the young bucks. It's it's a it's a good read. Check that out. I'll I'll tweet it out later today. Uh, it's it's a solid read. I read it last night. Total nonstop oh, delicious. It's fresh. We got we got to talk I about know, it, man. I got some thoughts on it. Um, this was the the big. Culmination, total nonstop deletion, apocalypto at the deletion dome. The dome the of entire, deletion, yeah. The, the dome of deletion, the entire episode there was a of volcano. Impact. There's a volcano. There's that what the F, Jerick, excuse me, uh, Jeff Hardy gimmick uh, that looks like di- the district weed, manager something of weed, a bunch ditch of weed, Itchweed, itchweed. Itchweed. Yeah. Is that from their Omega promotion? I don't know. I don't know if that's a new character or something. I, they I, said I don't know. they said in there it's an old character of his that not not many people have seen, well, rightfully so, or heard of. <laughs> I, it's got to be from that, that Omega thing that they. It's did. got. It's got to be. I mean, hey, you know what? Mm. The, the guys are creative. I'll, I'll give. I'll give. I'll give Jeff Hardy mm. that. He's creative with coming up these gimmicks. They're not great, but you know. Yeah. I can't. You. You. You came my, up with characters. I. I have. I have no characters. Lucha Underground is absolutely batshit crazy. Only sh- okay. Did you see the 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 uh, the, the Snake Tribe? Yes. Okay. Goddamn. Um. The well, back. The yeah. The vignette. Let's do Lucha quick, great. and then we'll get back to Total Nonstop Deletion. Okay. So the, yeah, go ahead. Okay. So we got to see that Cobra Moon has her own tribe, right. Full of V aliens. Okay, they're all lizard people. Yes, and. Uh, they they kind of look that, like uh, a Velociraptor mixed with um, the the uh, the the Koopa Troopas from the Super Mario Brothers movie. It looked <laughs> like the unreleased footage concept art of Jurassic Park yes! Three. Yes, when they were hybrids. Yes, where if, yes. You're never, if you're not familiar, Jurassic Park Three was supposed to be this story about how the government got a hold of right. you know Isla Nebula or whatever the hell it was. Isla Nebula. And Nublar and combine human DNA with dinosaur DNA right. and create dino soldiers. Yes. And they were like, this sounds so fucking stupid. Right. We shouldn't do it. What's Goldblur up to? And they kind of turned it into, uh, they kind of used portions of that for Jurassic World. Yeah, but they just put an Xbox Live headset on a couple of Velociraptors <laughs> and called them different colors, you know, like Pokemon Sapphire, boy, Pokemon Blue. Bite Your Face Off. <laughs> But these characters of hers, Cobra Moon, Pindar, um, and I can't remember the other one's name. Boy, oh boy, they are some. There's some goofy looking pricks. There is um, great the backstage stuff was great, but it, the problem is sometimes that the backstage stuff is so well done that when you see them have to go out there and just move around normally, like this looks fucking retarded. Really, you thought these, so? I loved it. Those two characters' outfits were hilariously. Shit. I know in ring. But the backstage stuff, I was like, oh, wow, they're lizard people. But in the inner ring, I'm like, that's a fat guy in an outfit that he bought from Party City. I'm okay And it. it was it was goofy. It's my Lucha Color it glasses did. I'm looking at it through. You got to you gotta put them on to watch this show and, and get into it. And, man, when they, when they came out, like the, the tall dude who apparently is a former NXT developmental uh, talent whose name escapes me, uh, the one who looks like Baron Corbin with the Koopa mask, um, I don't know. I think that's Pindar. Uh, man. I'd like to know who that is. I'm very curious well, who that was that they like. Uh, I, I, I found the name online last night, but um, I don't know. I wanted to ask you about this. Is the, the tombstone is kind of an untouchable thing, but dude busted out a tombstone. You know, the uh, super kicks have become commonplace and DDTs have become commonplace finishers, legendary finishers, have pretty much become a part of every match, especially in Lucha. There's cutters all over the place. There's stunners all over the place. Yeah. But I always, and this is coming from even not a huge Undertaker fan, the Tombstone has always been a kind of untouchable finisher. And dude busted it out, no problem. What do you think about that? That's actually a very good question. I got to wonder. Your thoughts? 
I gotta wonder if there are anybody, if there's anybody else out there that does do the tune. Aside from the Kane, time of Taker, I can't think aside of aside from Kane. Kane aside, but that they're brothers, um, I really so that kind of works. Can't think of anyone. That's a really good point. I don't know. I, I would be curious to ask a wrestler, like, hey, what are the moves? Because obviously, you don't take someone else's finishing move in the same uh, promotion that you're right. in. Which hence us getting back to Carl Anderson not being able to do his RKO. Right. Yeah. So you got to kind of mix it up, do something else. The Magic Killer's a good uh, move. <clears throat> But I think the magic killer is stupid. Nah. It, it just doesn't look good uh, to me. It just like what? What's the point of Anderson holding on to the feet? I don't, I, I don't know. It, it to me it's adds, not a lot of it adds more there. torque. Let's put it that. It's it, I guess <laughs> I, I would love to see them come up with another finishing move. The, the magic killer to me is rather unmagical. I mean, it's no gotta, shadow I, machine, I would, but that's a great move. It's a great fucking. Move. I gotta wonder: is there is there a move out there? Is something? That like like the tombstone that a wrestler is like I don't care what organization you're in yeah you just you do not do that you do not use Great Muda's Tree of Woe you do not use even though tons of people use the right tree of woe. Uh, the figure four was off limits for a long period yeah. of time no matter where you're at because of flair that's a great everybody point. uses the sharpshooter now it's it's most of them have become commonplace except for the tombstone and I I was like taken aback by it. I was like oh. Dude's doing the tombstone. Like it, it, it was, I was like, whoa, this is, I don't know. And, and this is coming from not a big Undertaker fan. So I just thought it was like the one untouchable thing. Um, otherwise, in Lucha, there were two more Battle of the Bull qualifiers match. Your boy, Jeremiah Crane, Solomon Crow, um, uh, what's his, Sammy Callahan. Holy shit, dude. He wrecks some shop. Dude, I thought everybody fucking- died in that match like five times. Dude, he swings a chair. Oh. To try and decapitate someone. I think it was Dante Fox. It may have been Killshot, but he, I think it was Dante Fox. I think he hit... Uh, you know what? It actually was Killshot. Was it Killshot? Because I remember they, were, they referenced, like, oh, my God, dude, him being concussed. What about Killshot's reverse Hurricane Rana? Oh. We're like, God damn, man. You got to yeah. watch out. You're just going to Hayabusa yourself and crack a neck. Right. I mean, even Vampira was like, dude, you did that reverse. Do not ever try right. it. Right, and the Tower of Doom onto the stack of chairs. Oh, oh that was also bad. And now keep in mind, keep in mind, I mean, bad isn't good. Keep in mind what you just said, the Battle of the Bulls, because you made a Facebook comment that I'm going to relate to Lucha and to TNA okay. in regards to the quality of what Lucha does. Okay. I laughed my nuts off at the Worldwide Underground's backstage vignette <laughs> where Taya so was directing yeah. Johnny to, hey, baby, play to play the, the camera. camera. <laughs> I'll take those bandanas away from you forever. If you, dude, that shit Whew. made me laugh. That was, that was, that was, that was great. God, a. That was, funny. that was great. A. And, uh, I could, I could basically watch Taya read a diner menu and, and <laughs> pop a salami. I'm, I'm bummed. So, she was in town last night. And neither of us could make it. Yeah. Boy, oh boy. I tell you what, the, t- the two best gap tooth games in the business, <laughs> my son, Evan and Taya Valkyrie. <laughs> Looking good. All right. And uh, you had Angelico's return, yeah. which was great. Yeah. Uh, I, you hadn't heard him talk a lot in the past. Right. And I forgot that he had an intense District 9. Very, very, very strong accent. Sh- very Charlotte, very Elysium. Yeah, biggest fan to me. You make me want to settle down. Bronze. You make me. You make me want to be a better man. Let me sing to your daughter. No reason to be scared. Yeah, and then <laughs> next thing you know, he has half his face blown off by a grenade. Uh, so here's what the comparison that I wanted to make. Yeah. TNA in, in Lucha. Lucha is absolutely batshit crazy. Right. You have snake people. Consistently. You have consistently crazy, okay? And what they do, though, is you have... You have what they do in Lucha where you get this batshit insane backstage uh, sorceresses and lizard people and whatever. Dragons. And then in ring, you get time traveling incredibly man. good action, time traveling spacemen, half dragon <laughs> people, uh, a pervert syphilitic cop, uh, a couple of PTSD soldiers, yeah. dude that thinks he's a moth, a guy that's the shittiest doctor ever. You get a lot of variety. But you also get really good in-ring action. Yeah. And to their credit, and you said this on a Facebook post, that while you thought everything in Lucha was flippy-dippy, they go and roll out the Battle of the Bulls, yeah. which is a lot of heavy-hitting cage, Mac, um, Marty the Moth Matanza. type of dude. Well, and you Matanza, had some Matanza. No not everybody is huge, as evidenced by this past one, right. with a couple of people in there that were smaller but still high impact, uh, but really good action. A lot of it crazy, but very, very good action. A lot of it could be mat-based. Not a lot of everything has yeah. to be 
uh, flying through the air, all of it entertaining. This deletion shit <laughs> that while very creative, yes. very creative, the very first one, um, you know, the, the, the final deletion was so left of center that I was like, that is incredible. That's really, really funny. Yeah. I remember everyone, when everyone blew their mind and everyone was filming themselves watching it. Oh my God, I can't believe this. And Rolling Stone picked up on that. And then you had the one with Decay, you know, Decay or Delete. And that was, yeah, yeah, that was interesting also. And then now you had this new one, which, you know, if you listen to this podcast, you've probably heard all the different cameos between the Midnight Express. Mm -hmm. You had uh, Road Warrior, Hornswoggle, Road Warrior Animal. You had uh, Hurricane Helms. You had all kinds of people that showed up out of nowhere. But... What Lucha does is they provide you with an equal amount of crazy and an equal amount of really entertaining in-ring product. Right, yes. And with this deletion <sighs> stuff, they've got crazy by the truckload. Yeah, I mean, uh, you've got a drone shooting fireworks, you've got Crazy Steve snapping a dude's neck and murdering somebody and then being tossed people. into a volcano and then just being shot into the air and looking all burnt uh, for a pinfall. You've got uh, a, a boat breaking up a pinfall. Good old Skarsgård to the rescue. Oh my God, you have Skarsgård. You have the dude that has been, I believe, sodomized twice now yeah. by Decay showing back up. But I'll tell you what you don't have. And this is just this is old man wrestling fan in me. You don't have wrestling. You don't have good wrestling. <laughs> There's no wrestling at all. It's funny for it in batches, but you're not getting many matches in there that I'm like, okay, let's okay. The, 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 it's been wrapped in an insane package. Let's see what's inside that package, wrestling wise. Why were Ricky Morton and Jeff Hardy on cherry pickers trying to fight? Why? I don't know because it's weird. Why it made no sense? Like they like the, the that match inside the apocalypto began, and I saw the two cherry pickers there. I'm like, oh shit! <laughs> and then you hear Morton like screaming, knew. like, "All right, motherfucker, that's high enough. You yeah. go ahead and bring this down." Like he was legitimately. Yeah. Un- I'm so glad that they left that in there. He was super unhappy <laughs> oh, yeah. that he was that high up. Oh yeah. But again, it's and I'll even I'll even excuse why is this happening. Because a lot of stuff in Lucha, I just scratch my head like, all right, they're lizard people. Right. That's fine. But I know we're going to get a good match at some yeah. point. Or why is this happening? Even the original deletion, I'm like, oh my God, this is so funny. A company that's just been treading water with payroll issues, behind the scenes issues, uh, legalities, people leaving. Again, something to wrestle with with Pritchard. Listen to the TNA episodes. He explains it. I mean, A to Z. If you want any... Questions and curiosities as to why that company just has anchors tied around its feet. He lays it at the feet of quite a few people. Um, But they're starting to just be weird for weird. Yeah. There needs to be something behind it. I I need there to be a good match. I mean, I, I challenge you to tell me. I know Matt Hardy is the bell of the ball right now. And I love the character. You cannot name the good match that he had in 2016. No. Final deletion does not count. Uh, a deleter decay does not it count. It wasn't a match. Total, it was there, there's, performance there's no matches. Art. There's performance art. But that, but your movie. people are going to come back and be like, oh, you got to take it for what it is. It's just, it's a weird thing. And that's fine. But at some point, you have to get... Evolve. To what you have to... You have to evolve, but you have to keep the core of what you do, and that is wrestling. I, I've made the joke before, Chris. I've told you the story about my brother. On his birthday when he was 10, he went to Friendly's. And you know what they do on your birthday at Friendly's? They let you make your own Sunday. I've told you the Sunday story. Yes. Where my brother, for those who have never heard it, they took him into the back and he comes back out nigh seven minutes later. And he has a bowl full of a Sunday that is so big, you could just get an entire offensive line nauseous if they were to each try and put down a portion of this thing. Huge. Jimmy's, whipped cream, chocolate syrup, M&M's, name a topping, it's on this thing. My dad being my dad, grabs the bowl and goes, I'm paying, I'm getting my first scoop. He takes his spoon, he goes to sink it in, and the spoon goes all the way to the bottom of the bowl Mm -hmm. with very little resistance. Mm -hmm. And that's when we all realized there is no ice cream in this bowl. He went all toppings. (laughs) This is literally a bowl full of whipped cream, <laughs> chocolate syrup, toppings, and right. he got no ice cream. Right. That's what 
TNA and the deletion <laughs> stuff is it's all toppings, it's all jimmies, it's all M&Ms, sprinkles and syrup, uh-huh. but there's no ice cream. There's nothing in there. There's no basis to it. There's no foundation. With Lucha, it's covered. They're not even covering the Sunday and shit you've ever heard of. Right. There's like turkey jerky, cigarette butts, <laughs> bullet casings, a human finger. But underneath of it is really good, delicious ice cream. Yeah. It's very smooth and sweet. It's not going to melt too quick. And it's made from locally sourced products. With TNA, it's there's nothing underneath of it. I don't think I could... I don't think I could watch this stuff much longer. I need to get back to the wrestling. Yeah, I, 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 I think I a two-hour a two-hour show of this is is too much. You know, it's there's there's too much of a good thing. You got to sprinkle it in. Um, and yeah, they they went overboard with the length of it. They went overboard with the crazy. You know, um, their two-year-old son pinned Rockstar Spud in the middle of the ring. Uh, there was a, a championship match that did it even end? Did the Eddie Edwards uh, and and Lashley thing ever end, or did it just? I don't think is it's it still happening at this point. Might, uh, it might be, still be going on as we speak. Uh, you had a man thrown into a volcano. Yeah, ODB. Um, uh, what do you call it? Motorboated. Uh, got gave a motorboat to Vanguard One. Uh, it's just I. Uh, it's all great if there's something behind it for the wrestling fan, right? And there's no. Wrestling and nothing was really as crazy as it was, and this may sound weird. There was nothing shocking. The Hardys won. I mean, of course, the Hardys won. Yeah, Hardys won. Decay lost. Obviously, would you want shocking? I'll give you shocking. Lashley does a run in on Maxwell and Spud, and absolutely <laughs> just jackknife power bombs Maxwell onto something. Right. Use a doll. I don't know what it was. Right. I, use a stunt double. Yeah. Use a midget. Call Snitsky. Maxwell kicks out. He'll let you know something. how to do it. Have Snitsky show. Dude, why didn't they have Snitsky? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Listen to me, TNA. Hire Chris. He'll book it. <laughs> Snitsky running in and punting Maxwell oh, into. Oh, God. Oh, my God. Okay, so here, great. Here's what they do. It was you want to make fault. it crazy? <laughs> Make it crazy. You take Snitsky, absolutely Justin Tucker's Maxwell into the lake. Who comes walking out of the lake? The most beautiful, long-haired, Adonis-looking developmental talent, uh-huh. and it's Maxwell from the year 2034. Yeah, the Lake Maxwell of Reincarnation, time-traveled. Yes. he time. It's the Lake of Time Travel. Future gimmicks. He just shows up. He kisses his father on the cheek. You did a great job raising me, Dad. I must return now. And then heads into the water. A baby walks back. Right. It. You could have gone crazy, crazy, crazy. Instead, you had what I did laugh at is Senor Benjamin in a Ribera jacket tasering yeah. Rockstar's butt. Right. So the Ribera jacket. Really? Is but it, I, uh, I don't think this is sustainable, though. This, no, this it's not. deletion stuff, while very creative, and I'm glad, and I got, I, I thank you so much, TNA. I'm not saying stop doing it. I need there, though, to be some wrestling there. Because imagine if Lucha was just nothing but backstage stuff. Well, it's a movie. And weird it's a movie. hallway attacks. Yes, then it becomes a series. It becomes a movie. It becomes a web series. Right. It becomes a performance art piece. You, I, I had my misgivings at the beginning of Lucha Underground. Like, is this pro wrestling? Is this a series? But, you know, I've obviously fallen in love with it in these past couple of seasons because the action is always there. Right. And even more so now with this Battle of the Bulls stuff where you get people like me that love good, hard-hitting, high-impact map yeah. work and stuff. So you're getting everything right. while maintaining the Lucha crazy. And it's only one hour. Like, the deletion thing was two hours. Hour. It was exactly. Two hours was way too much for that. That should have been one hour over and done. Ugh. Oh, pardon me. Do you know that I am? Um, I recently made an attempt to masturbate to different professional wrestlers that I have yet to. Obviously, we have our Ty Valkyries, we have our Molly Hollies, our ODBs. <laughs> Molly Holly, She's yes, one of I will the jack off to list. Molly Hollies. Yes, absolutely. That big fat dumper of hers. Okay, all right. I I tried to masturbate. To Cobra Moon. And as I was masturbating to Cobra Moon, the missus walks in. <laughs> I quickly hit pause. Uh-huh. And I look to her. Uh-huh. And I'm holding it. And she's looking at me. And I'm looking at her. And we know that DVR isn't exact. 
you hit the button <laughs> and it takes its time. I look at her. Oh, she no. looks at me. I look at her. She looks at the screen. <laughs> I look at the screen. And there on my 50-inch 4K Samsung Plasma oh, yeah. is an intensely long, high-definition <laughs> close-up of Vampiro. <laughs> and she was convinced that I was tugging it to outside looking in a recently released from maximum security incarceration white supremacist. Oh my god. And she left. And I continued to crank. But I did not unpause it. <laughs> The Rough House Podcast is a weekly podcast featuring one guy whose radio dreams came true and another guy who failed miserably at being a successful broadcaster. Follow us at RoughHouseSGW on Twitter and Facebook.com slash The Rough House Podcast. Become a donor to The Rough House at Patreon.com slash The Rough House Podcast. And check out our videos at YouTube.com backslash channel backslash capital U-C-E-G-J-2-1. N, lowercase w, capital G, lowercase k, capital P, M, lowercase L, capital D, N, 7, lowercase C, 3, lowercase R, lowercase F, U, V, Q. This is the, the Rough, House, Rough Pod. House, uh podcast with Justin and Kristoff. That's it. Fuck Kristoff. He's terrible with his information. Okay. Hey, this is The Rock. Shut your mouth, jabronis, and listen up, because this is the Rough House Podcast with Justin and my least favorite man on the planet, Kristoff. The preceding presentation was brought to you by The Realm Network.